This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, leading the league in podcasting entertainment. What's up? What's up, everybody? Ricky Weber here, along with the Mark Weber. Dub them ease. And thank you for joining us again for another onside kick. If you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, hello, welcome back. If you're on YouTube, hey, YouTubes, you can see us this week. We are the video podcast of the week after the primetime podcast. Myself and Brandon took it last week. But, Mark, we are getting in the NFL to a time. It's after week 13, so you know what that means. Playoffs? Yeah. We're going to be talking playoffs? You know, it's almost here, and uh, the, my, the thing I like about this is not necessarily the, the shoe-in. You know, it's not the Oakland Raiders, the Dallas Cowboys. My favorite thing is the 6-6 six and six type of division at mm-hmm. the moment. The, the anybody's game. I mean, even the NFC North, although it looks like the Raiders, I mean, the uh, Lions might. You know, just take it, unfortunately. We're going to talk about that 6-6 six and six division today. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But it's just one of those things where it's anybody's game, and mm-hmm. you can look at it and say, okay, if this happens, that happens, that happens, this team's in. But if this, 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 and that happens, then that team's in. And that's where it gets fun. That's where it gets interesting. And we're talking, if you guys haven't figured it out, we're talking playoffs today. And we're going to hit three different topics, all involving playoff scenarios or just playoff situations. We're going to hit... The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their recent success, and I'll be honest, fans have been uh, commenting on our prediction video kind of laughing that we uh, didn't have the Buccaneers as successful as they are. But, but really, you guys didn't either. Well, let's, my, get it, let's get straight here. Me and Brandon were kind of saying that after the PTP when I brought up to Brandon, he's like, come on, who really thought the Bucks were going to be in a playoff situation no, after week did. 13? Nobody did. We're going to look at the... AFC South, who's going to win that division? Also look at the NFC North and kind of hopefully debate between the Ravens and the Steelers for who could win that division in the AFC. But we will start south of the border, nice weather in Florida, Tampa Bay, home of the Bucks, home of the Rays. But we're talking about the Buccaneers, and this is a team, you look at the playoff standings right now. They are in the playoffs at the sixth seed, because the Washington Redskins um, lost that last game that they had, six five and one, Bucks are right ahead ahead of them at seven and five. This is a team mark that, if you look at their last four games, all win streaks started against your Chicago Bears, who you mm-hmm. kind of got on your hoodie there. What makes this team? Before we get to the actual question of oh, will they make the playoffs? What makes this team so good right now, especially in their last four? Well, it's interesting. I mean, part of it, is, of course, is going to be uh, with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, you know, for as much shit as Jameis Winston got coming out of the draft, just to be you know completely blunt with it, he's a good quarterback. Especially after that first game against Marcus. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely a, a good quarterback out there. Uh, but the thing to think about with this team as well is they had issues with Lovey Smith. But they made their changes. Mm-hmm. They have adjusted the coaching staff. They've made adjustments to the roster. They're trying to give Jameis Winston his weapons. They're trying to improve that defense that got worse over the last few years. They're trying to do everything they can. Uh, and the one thing I want to point out, because, you know, when we're looking at this schedule, it's not like they're all just beating cakewalk teams. 
The Bucks have beat the Chiefs. The Bucks have beat the Seahawks. Even the Chargers are an all right team. Mm-hmm. So they're actually going against legitimate competitors out there. The thing that worries me for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, of course, is the point differential. They give up eight more points than they score right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're at a negative eight. That's not good. You're not excited about that. Well, I mean, could part of that also be that they lost, what, 40 to seven? To the mm-hmm. Cardinals early in the year. Yeah. I mean, you look at their last four, obviously because they've been winning, they're outscoring their opponents. That's why they're 4-0. and But could it be maybe because early in the year they had a 20-point loss to Denver, a 33 loss, like I said, to the Cardinals, some kind of lopsided losses early mm-hmm. that kind of inflate that a little bit? Sure, but at the same time, I mean, you look at the team and, you know, against the Chargers giving up 21, mm-hmm. giving up uh well you you already mentioned some of the losses uh but still gave up 43 against the Falcons. Yeah, they're going to be a team that isn't that great of a defense. The defense isn't that great. The things that are good are Jameis, it's Mike Evans, it's just cuz I want to say his name, it's Jaquiz, you know. Who got Jaquiz? They got Jaquiz. These are the things that are doing well for the team. It's not the defense. The defense is not what's doing great for uh, for the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. It's not doing bad. I don't want to say that the Buccaneers have a terrible defense. Their defense is fine. It's just that it's not um, the most high-powered offense, but it's a good offense. It's not a shut-down defense, but it's a pretty decent defense. Mm-hmm. They're a team that is performing pretty averagely right now, and I think when all things are said and done, because we're going to answer the actual question later. Mm-hmm. I think that's what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be. Average. Well, for me, the Buccaneers, kind of to answer the same question that I threw you, the two things that I think are playing into their success right now is, I'm going to go off of what you said. I wanted to say Jameis Winston, but you said it, so I'm going to go with a different part of Jameis. It's the turnover numbers for Jameis Winston. You look at that loss to the Cardinals, one touchdown, Four interceptions. You look at that 20-point loss to Denver, no touchdowns, two interceptions. Now, you might look at it and say, well, Ricky, in that Atlanta Falcon game, they got blown out, but he threw three touchdowns, no INTs. They've got a fucking pretty good offense if you haven't looked at it. And plus, that was maybe a revenge game for Atlanta for the Bucks getting a steal of a win in week one where Winston went for four touchdowns and one interception. But... Ever since this win streak started, Winston has only thrown three interceptions, has not thrown more than one interception in a game, and has a total of six touchdowns within his last four games, playing efficiently, not turning over the ball, and that last one is a big reason why you win football games. If you keep the ball on your side of the field, you're putting a better percentage in your team's hands of winning the game. Another thing that I think is playing into this a little bit, the return of the muscle hamster. And this was one thing where you had Doug Martin went down with an injury in that Arizona Cardinal game. He came back for that Bear game. That was his first game back. That was one where he didn't really, like, that was like the kind of ease him back Yeah, you got to get the rust off. He only had 33 yards on 16 carries. It was him and Peyton Barber who had the split of carries in that one. But ever since, I mean, 
24 carries, 63 yards against the Kansas City Chiefs. You may be saying, well, Ricky, 63 yards, he only had about two yards per average. Peyton Barber had more on the yards per attempt than him. Still, 63 yards on 24 carries, just having that consistent run game to open things up for Jameis Winston so you don't go one-sided, one-dimensional. Then 23 carries, 87 yards, and even more yards per carry at 3.8 against the Seahawks in a close defensive battle. And then the big one, yeah, he only had 45 yards, but he actually got into the end zone against the Chargers. So to me, it's this team is not turning over the ball, and they have their run game coming back. And, oh, guess what? They also, this past week, got a guy who you mentioned not too long ago, Jaquiz Rogers. So they're getting the running backs back into their backfield. And if Jameis Winston can continue to not turn over the ball, this is a team that I am going to, I would, I would not hesitate to stamp the dark horse label on them when it comes to the playoff picture and the playoff race. Uh, I would hesitate. You know, I think an important thing of what you're saying is that he's not throwing those interceptions. They're not trying the ball over. He's not trying uh, to play hero ball. Asterisk anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's a big part of it, of course. Don't try and put it all on yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a problem I have for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is at the end of the schedule, it's getting tough. And you would have thought that the is Chiefs, the Seahawks are tough. Is it? A split against the Saints is what I would probably call. They're going to have to play the Cowboys. The Cowboys, That's to me. That's probably a loss at Dallas. The Cowboys, to me, are the toughest game. I think that Oh, this, by far, because they're I, the best team in the NFC. I think it, th- with looking at their last mm-hmm. four, I think you're sitting, and to me, I'm putting it at a 50-50 percentage. It's mm-hmm. either 2-2 two and two or 3-1. and one. See, I got to say 2-2. Two and two. I think they'll split the Saints because the Saints are a good team that are still trying to fight to get into the playoffs. It's, it's a long shot, but they're mm-hmm. still trying to do it. The Panthers, they're probably going to beat the Panthers because the Panthers are giving up on life at this point. Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys, pretty sure thing that that's going to be a loss. You're looking at probably 2-2. Two and 9-7. Two. and seven. It's good. You're happy if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. You're happy if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's not getting you into the playoffs probably, though. See, I am going to sit there and say maybe it will because... Now, if we're having the discussion of will it win them the division, then I'm on your side. I'm saying no. They probably won't win the division. And the reason why I say that is for the sake of argument, let's just say they go 2-2. Two and two. Let's say they win against the Panthers and the home game against the Saints, lose to the Cowboys, lose to the Saints in New Orleans. That would put them at 9-7 and seven on the year mm-hmm. and – Let's say even Atlanta goes what if they go two and two in their last four games, all Atlanta would need to do then is to not lose both of their divisional games, and they would have the tiebreaker over the Buccaneers because right now they both sit Falcons and Bucks with one divisional loss. The Atlanta Falcons and Bucks because. They split. The first thing that they would look at is that divisional record. So the Bucks, you have to have to win. Like the Saints games are the most important because you're going to win the Panther game. I'm not high on the Panthers this year, and I know that's kind of like a whoa. Yeah, we got as a bad, you shouldn't be. We got a badass over here mm-hmm. saying that he's not on 
the Panther bandwagon. Personally, I think the Cleveland Browns are bad. I don't know what you guys <laughs> think out there. However, the thing that I do look at is the three teams behind the Buccaneers, the Redskins, the Vikings, and the Packers, and their schedules are not that favorable. The Packers, they play Seattle this week. Yeah, you get them at home, but Seattle's a good team. They're kind of revving up at the right time. The Vikings, that's a game where I know the Vikings haven't been good since the first half of the season, but it's one of those things, especially if Adrian Peterson can come back in that one, AP has proven, hey, I don't have to be a 100-yard winner for us to win the game. I know that that Week 2 game, mm-hmm. different teams right now, but and then that Detroit game. And you're sitting, what, a full game back? So, I mean, you would have to go three. You'd have to almost go three and one, almost win out. I think that the Packers lose two. They mm. lose to the Seahawks. They lose to the Lions. I'll give them a loss to the Seahawks, ending against the Lions. The Lions might have the division clinched at that point and mm-hmm. might not care. They I, might they might be saying, hey, you know what? Maybe we'll play at first, but if things aren't going so well, we'll just sit the starters because I mean, hey, we don't need it. Depending on what happens to the Cowboys or mm-hmm. actually, not the Cowboys, anything can happen with the Cowboys right now, but more with the Seahawks, they're only a half game out of that second Second spot behind Seattle. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not a, hey, we got the division, but, hey, we can get a bye. That's why they could be playing that one. I look at the Vikings. I don't expect a strong finish. Maybe no. We'll win this week because we're playing Jacksonville. We might beat the Colts. The Packers we might lose. The Bears is a total toss-up, but I'm kind of hoping that we win. If we lose to Matt Barkley and that Bears team, the, we don't deserve to this, make the playoffs hey. in any way. He's uh he's the real deal now is what Chicago media wants to say. Let's put it this way. 2 mm-hmm. and 2 for the I got the Packers and Vikings at 2 and 2 each. That means if you're a Bucks fan just on those two, if you go 2 and 2, you're fine. You you did the exact same thing. You did what you, you had stayed, to do to get in. You stayed that game ahead of them. The Redskins are the wild card. And the reason why I say that, Redskins are going to beat the Panthers. Redskins are going to beat the Bears. The big thing that it comes down to is you need Philly to win and the Giants to win. The Giants can do that. The big thing that, and I am calling this, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer playoff hopes are going to be decided this week at 1 o'clock Eastern time when the Redskins go into the Eagles. If the Redskins win that game, the Bucks, they don't they're not making the playoffs. If the Eagles win, Bucks are in. Yeah, it's definitely possible because uh, that's one of their biggest competition. I mean, like you're saying, it's, well, it's the only Packers, a half game. It's, it's the that Redskins. tie. That yeah. tie, it's only a half game. And it's really, you know, it's tough for them because when you look at the Atlanta Falcons, they have a easy breeze of the end of the season here. They're playing the Rams. They're playing the 49ers. They're playing the Panthers. And then they get to play the Saints mm-hmm. at home. So... It's a breeze from this point forward for them. They should walk in. I don't even think they should lose a single game at the end of the season. Maybe the Saints. Maybe the Saints. Maybe the Saints play up a little bit. Maybe, but it's at home. You already beat them in Louisiana, so I think you'll be okay. Uh, So I I see the Atlanta Falcons walking away. You know, obviously the rest of our division winners, Seahawks, Lions, I think we can agree that the Lions have Mm -hmm. it. Like you're saying, it all comes down to the Redskins, 
and of course the Giants and the Packers. What are those teams going to do? I'm seeing the Packers quite probably with a 3-1. and one. I don't know. They they just get hot at the right time. So you think they'll win the three divisional games and lose to the Seahawks? Pretty much. I mean, hell, they could beat the Seahawks too and then lose to the Lions. True. But I don't know. We'll see what happens there. To me, it's just that I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm not saying the Buccaneers are not going to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's an easy route in. A lot of things got to go right. It's not easy. No one's saying that it's easy, but to me, I think that it's a weird situation because if I'm a Bucs fan and I'm looking at just your team and yourself, you've got to be hoping for 3-1. and You have to hope for 3-1 and because... Then what you can do at three and one is say, cool. Then it doesn't matter if the Vikings and Packers and Redskins go three and one, everything would stay the same. Yeah. And the big question mark are those Saints games. Can you beat the Saints twice? And this is a team where I'm not, I'll throw it out there, even though I feel like both of us would pick the same team. Is there maybe a possibility they go into Dallas and, hey, they beat the Seahawks. They played up for the Seahawks. I know that was in Tampa. This mm-hmm. one would be in Jerry World. But is there maybe a possibility in a weird world where they get the upset over Dak and the boys? I don't know. I don't know if there there is that possibility for me. Uh, the, the reason why I say that is just because I don't think the that the defense is going to be able to stop everything that the Cowboys can do. Same thing that makes me nervous about playing the Saints because Drew Brees can light up the scoreboard. And I don't know that Jameis Winston's going to keep up without making mistakes. You know, in that defense of the Buccaneers, not sure if it's going to stop the Saints. So I'm very, I'm very torn on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because of those facts. Because the Atlanta Falcons are probably going to waltz into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Because they still have to go and basically win a shootout against the Saints, most mm-hmm. likely. Uh, because I don't think that they can repeat a 14-5 to victory against a good team like the Seahawks. You know, I don't think they're going to do that against the Cowboys this time. So it's not... To me, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are that team where so much of their postseason fate relies on what else happens. In the NFL. Well, and my big thing, and I'm going to try to make a case really quick to kind of end this, that the Bucks could possibly up. I'm not saying they will. I'm just saying I'm making the case. You want them to be the dark horse. That the they can maybe upset the Cowboys. Because let's be honest, the Cowboys are not going to win out the rest of the year. They are going to lose at least a game. They're not going to go one loss the entire year. There's going to be a game they slip up. And... I look at the games that the Bucks played just their last four because that's the part where they've been playing well. I look at the running backs because really the Vikings in their Thursday night loss showed what you do. You get pressure after Dak Prescott and you limit Ezekiel Elliott. Look at the Bears. Jay Cutler sacked four times, got some good pr- I'd say got some good pressure against him. However, Jordan Howard on 15 carries got 100 yards. Didn't get in the end zone, but got 100 yards. So I'm not too happy with that. Look at the Chiefs. You didn't sack Alex Smith a single time. Ugh. 
Spencer, Spencer Ware got 69 yards. You have a game like that, yeah, you beat the Chiefs by two. Cowboys will probably beat you by 20. And that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but you guys get my point. Then the Seahawks, you get six sacks after Russell Wilson. Now, the thing is, and maybe Dak fits into this a little bit, Russell Wilson uses his legs, so he does run around a lot in the backfield. However, Wilson had 80 yards on eight carries, and he was the leading rusher. However, Rawls, only 38 carries. So that was a good game. That's why they were able to virtually beat the Seahawks. And then with the Chargers, only two sacks on Rivers, and Melvin Gordon goes 84. So if the trend kind of goes back and forth, Zeke and Dak will be fine because it will be the Saints that have to deal with the sack machines and the running backs who don't go anywhere. Yeah. I, I just, well, I mean, I don't think the Saints really care too much about running backs because Drew Brees True. is where it's at. Uh, so I, I don't know. Like I said, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just that team where they're going to be sitting on the couch every chance they get watching other teams to see how things play out. Um, because so you're saying they don't make the playoffs? Eh, I mean, I'm leaning towards they don't make the playoffs. Can you, give not, me a, can you give me a percentage, yes or no? It's not going to be that high of a percentage. It's like a 60% they do not make the playoffs. Okay, so 60-40, no to yes. Yeah, because to me, I think Giants, they'll go in. I think the Packers are getting hot at the right time. Mm-hmm. And yes, the Packers are behind the Bucks. But I don't know. I, I am going to trust that Aaron Rodgers can. And I know we just talked shit about Aaron Rodgers not too long ago, but week mm-hmm. to week things change. Uh, we really didn't talk shit, but whatever. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I can trust him to, at the right time, make sure his team gets into the playoffs more so than the young, inexperienced Jameis Winston that at any day might slip back into interception prone because he's about two to one. Mm-hmm. His his touchdown to interception radio is about ratio is about two to one. That makes me nervous. The one thing I will say is right now, I would lean towards yes, that they would be in. However, it's to me, it's 50 50. And the reason why is like I said earlier, that Redskin Eagle game is going to decide if the Bucks are in or out. Because if the Redskins win, they will have enough, I think, to finish the rest of their schedule to get in by a half game. If they lose, the Bucks will get in by a half game. But before we move on, this is where you guys come in. Let us know down below what you guys think. Are the Bucks a playoff team? Are they going to make the playoffs? Let us know down below in the comment section. Let's move over to, we're going to stay in the South, go over to the AFC side, though. And we have three teams virtually in a tie for that divisional spot. Right now, the Texans are the kings of that tie as they have the best divisional record. They hold the tiebreaker over the Colts and the Titans. Mark, I'll start out with this one. Who out of these three teams has the best shot to win this thing? Uh, and this thing being the division. Yeah, it's tough. Um it's honestly, it's probably the Colts just because of Andrew Luck. I mean, Andrew Luck coming back this past Sunday uh, kind of showed why he's a big deal and showed why he's mm-hmm. important. Now, the Houston Texans, I like their defense. I like the things that they can do. And at the same time, the Tennessee Titans, this team can run all over people. So every single team 
has something that makes me think, yeah, it's them. They can do it. The benefit for, I'm going to say, the Colts over you know a team like the Houston Texans, a team like the Titans, is sure, they're going to play the Texans, but they're going to play the Vikings, who probably will not have Adrian Peterson at that point. I don't think he'll be back yet. Uh, and everybody's kind of shown you how to beat the Vikings. They get to play the Jaguars. So those are two easier. Don't get crazy here. I'm not saying shoe-in wins, but mm-hmm. easier. Tennessee Titans, they got to play the Broncos, the Chiefs, and the Texans. So only good win I'm giving them, Jaguars. Because, you know, the Jaguars. Then the Houston Texans, of course, they're playing the Colts. But they got to play the Bengals, which I don't know. I don't know how to feel about them. They're kind of on the uptick. But the hard thing for the Houston Texans is, sure, they're going to play the Jaguars, but they're also playing the Colts. They're also playing the Titans. I like how you also said uptick instead of our... uh, The upcline? The upcline. Yeah. (laughs) I thought you were going to say, like, hey, I got Dave and Sean saying it now, too. I'm not about that life. (laughs) You know, I think that the Houston Texans could probably have two... Two games that are winnable. Same thing mm-hmm. with the with the Indianapolis Colts. But I will give the Cincinnati Bengals a little bit more odds of beating the Texans than I will give the uh, the Vikings beating the Colts. Sorry, Ricky. I'm, I really am sorry. But if Andrew Luck, if the Colts want to me, if the Colts want to win this division, it comes down to this week. They need to win Week 14 at home against Houston. The reason why. If they lose to Houston, they're going two and two in their last four, because I'll give them a win over Jacksonville. I know what you're saying, ha ha, shocker. And I'll give them a win over my Vikings at home. However, that one could be the Vikings to me. It's a weird thing because that defense is good. The offense is just bad. There yeah. is a team there. It's just not a Parts consistent of a team. team. Yeah, it's yeah. just not a consistent team. But I do think that I would give the edge to the Colts in that game. The Oakland Raiders are too good. Colts aren't going to be able to withstand that team, especially in Oakland. So really it comes down to if the Colts go 2-2, two and two, they're not winning the division. If they go 3-1, and one, they're going to win the division. And the reason why I say that is I look at the Houston Texans' schedule, and theirs is the iffy one. I'm going to give them a win over the Jaguar. Laugh real. Go ahead. Play it. Of but course. The one thing that I look at is that Bengal-Colt, those two games. Because like you said, the Bengals did play well against the Eagles, Yeah, but they haven't been a good team all season. So what I am going to say is I think either one of two things is going to happen. Either the Texans are going to beat the Colts and then lose to the Bengals, or they're going to lose to the Colts and beat the Bengals. Or I said the same thing. They're going to basically win one, lose the other. Yeah, You guys get what I'm saying. So... I see them, no matter which one they win, Colts or Bengals, as a 2-2 two and two team. Well, I'll say this. They're a 2-1 and one team heading into that final game because the Titans, I think Denver, uh, Denver, they can, de- depending on if Simeon comes back after the, like, depending if Simeon comes back for this one, they are coming off of a bye. The Titans are. Mm-hmm. So this Denver game is most important. Right now I might give a slight edge to Denver because of that defense. Defense is just too good. Right now I'm leaning towards a lose-lose and then win over the Jacksonville Jaguars where lose to Denver, lose to KC, and then 
win against Jacksonville. If that would happen, then I have it to where it's basically a the Houston Texans are up mm-hmm. by one against them. Depending on how that Colt game goes, if they lose to the Colts and then the Colts go two and two, they're basically eight and eight. So let's say the Colts beat the Texans in this argument. They're eight and eight. That would mean the Colts would fall to or the Texans would fall to six and seven, then go to seven and seven. Then I said, well, they lost to the Colts, so they'll beat the Bengals. Boom, they're back up to eight and seven. So I have eight and seven and eight and eight, because I've already given the Colts the two and two overall. With the Titans, it's lose two, win one. So you're at yeah. seven and eight. I think I think how this is going to go, it's going to be a clusterfuck, and it's going to say, you know what, Houston, Tennessee is going to decide the division, and it's either going to be, it's either going to be one of two scenarios: either Houston wins and it's in, or Houston loses, and depending on how this Houston Colt game goes, either the Titans or the te- Titans or Colts will get that spot. Yeah, I think that what's go- what's bound to happen here uh, is the man has thrown 14 touchdowns, 13 mm-hmm. interceptions. Brock Osweiler was going to fuck it up. He's not a good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I'm at least willing to give him another year. I'm at least willing to give him another year and see what happens. Maybe John Elway knew something that he thought the rest of the NFL would know, but, mm-hmm. I mean, the, tit- uh, the Texans didn't know. I mean, I— I'm willing to let him have another year, and we'll see what happens. I'll say this next year, Bill. If if he doesn't get fired this year because of some shock, mm-hmm. Bill O'Brien's on the hot seat next year. I mean, I don't know if he necessarily will get fired just because they're in playoff contention. So he's in the hot seat next year. Yeah, I I don't think he will get fired this year just because they might go to the playoffs. But you said probably not going to. I would I would put them on. I put mm-hmm. my money. If you said tight, if you said Texans or the field, I'm picking the field. I'm picking the Colts or the Titans. I just think that the Houston Texans, Brock Osweiler, he's thrown too many interceptions Mm -hmm. this year. He's bound to mess something up. Plus Andrew Luck. That's really what it comes down to. If Andrew Luck plays like he did against the Jets, Andrew and has Mm -hmm. the time in the pocket, Andrew Luck all day. It's it's tough. But if if Andrew Luck is going to be there, he's the reason why the Colts have nothing else because he is so good. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about how that hinders a team like Aaron Rodgers, hinders a player, hinders Andrew Luck. Uh, But... He is good enough to where I think when it's just a, a middle six and six right now all across the board, Andrew Luck can push his team into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mariota might get there. He might Mariota's, be the guy who could do it too. Mariota's been I good. Just, I just don't know. If I have my choice between Andrew Luck and Marcus Mariota, I'm taking mm-hmm. Andrew Luck. So that's why I would give him and the Colts the edge in this one. But Tennessee Titans are right there. And that, like I said, that running game that they have – is so good. Mm-hmm. The unfortunate part is they got to play the Chiefs. They have to play the Broncos. They're going well, to play the Texans again. And that's why, to me, the two most important games for the Titans are duh the Texan game, but all this game right here against Denver this week, probably the most important game of the season moving yeah. forward because if you can steal one at home you have to steal against one. Denver mm-hmm. and – if they let's put it this way, if they win this week against Denver, 
three and one in my mind. They're a three and one team the rest of the way out. That puts them in the driver's seat because A, that would put them ahead of the Colts. Because like I said, right now I've got the Colts finishing two and two based on their schedule. I don't have to go back into it. And then you've got the the Texans where they would have the loss against the Titans in that three. Jacksonville would be a win, so that's seven and seven. Mm-hmm. In order to get to that nine and seven, they would have to beat both the Colts and the Bengals, which wouldn't happen because I'd probably give the Colts a win over them. So if the Titans go three and one in their last three, they're going to the playoffs Basically, as the AFC South champion. The Titans have to steal a Broncos Chiefs. They Which had to steal one of them. I'd put my money on the Broncos. They have to steal one of them. Unless This is, of course, all assuming that these teams don't just all lose out. You know, that these teams don't just go. I mean, I'm exaggerating, that, but that it's is, assuming that, that the, the Texans, Texans don't. Yeah. Well, it's, I'm saying it's assuming that the Texans don't lose four games. Or the mm-hmm. Colts, Andrew Luck doesn't get hurt and they lose four games. You know, so they have to steal one of those. They really do have to steal one of those to get in. For the Indianapolis Colts, basically Andrew Luck has to stay healthy. That's really what it comes down to. He needs to stay healthy, and they need to score a shit ton of points because they're going to have a tough one against, of course, Derek Carr, that great uh, Crabtree-Amari Cooper combination that they have Mm -hmm. in Oakland. That's going to be very tough. They have to beat the Texans. So really, here's the thing. Whoever wins between Houston and the Colts, that's who I'm saying is going to the playoffs. So you think it all comes down to this week? Yeah, because I think all these teams are going to be very average. See, I'm not ready. Like, I think when it comes to the Texans and the Colts, this game means importance. I think for the Titans, all the Titans have to do, worry about themselves. Don't worry about the other two because you're on the outside out. Yeah. Like we said, they got to steal one of the first two from the AFC West teams, then win their final two. I think there's a situation if they do steal a Bronco Chief game, that then that Colt Texan game isn't the fucking decider, and it's based off of that kind of Texan Titan game. But both those games, both Texan divisional games, are going to kind of solidify this one. Mm-hmm. I it, oh and that's God. why they that's why the Texans probably I, do have one of the harder routes of the three teams. They're not winning the division. It's either. It's either going to be the Titans and the Colts, and I want it like there's a part of me that wants to pick the Titans, but I don't know if I can for sure say they're going to steal one of those two. So I'm going to have to say Colts just because I'm not being bold. I am sorry, Titan fans. I'm not sorry, Titans fans. I'm not because your team is fine. It's a good team. It's better than probably a lot of people would have thought that they would be. But Andrew Luck is here. We know what the Texans are. We know they're not that good. Andrew Luck is here. He is going to drive his team into the playoffs. I'm sorry. The the Tennessee Titans just have the hardest schedule out of all these teams. They're not going to get in. It comes down to the Broncos' good defense. comes down to the Chiefs being a better team. And the Texans can stop the run game. Well, and you know what this means. This is where you guys come in. Let us know down below what you guys think. Who's winning this division? What do you think about the schedules? Let us know down below. We are going to move on into our final topic, though. We're going to stay in the AFC, but we're moving from south up to the north. And even though if you're listening to this on YouTube, 
We didn't mention this team in the title, but I want to throw them out at the beginning because technically, technically with four games left, the Cincinnati Bengals are still alive. Kind of. You mentioned, well, technically, mathematically. Basically, yeah. Mathematically, sure. they're still in there. But let's be real. Like you said, when we were talking about the Buccaneers, this is a team that played well. I know it's one game. Played well against the Eagles. Is there a situation where we could possibly get, because the Bengals, here's their final four games, if you guys don't know or don't have it in front of you. The Browns, the Steelers, the Texans, and the Ravens. That's a very, to me, the Browns and the Texans could be wins. And then it's basically, what do you do with the divisional games? Hey, guess what? Or the Steeler-Raven games. Guess what? Both those games are at home, by the way, which could help the Bengals. Mm-hmm. We have the Steelers who have to play Buffalo, Cincinnati, Baltimore, and Cleveland. They could go 3-1, and one, let's be honest. They could beat the Bills, the Bengals, and the Browns. And then the Ravens have to go at Foxborough, home against the Eagles, and then at Pittsburgh, at Cincinnati. They could go, like, at the worst, the Ravens could go one and three. Mm -hmm. They could only win the Eagle game. Is there a situation in your mind where the Bengals come back and they erase a a two-and-a-half games-back deficit to win the North? No. It's really that simple. <laughs> uh, no. I thought you were going to elaborate a little bit. No, I don't think they will. No. And and here's the here's the other thing that you got to remember too mm-hmm. is that it's not just these teams. It's also the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. Well, I'm saying for the division. They're I'm not winning the erase, division. I'm saying erase the two and a half deficit to no. win the north. Oh no 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 no! I thought you were just talking about the playoffs. No, I was saying the north. No no, they're not winning the north. That's a for sure thing. But the um, Dolphins and the wild card. They're the Dolphins also in because that. the Chiefs have the wild card mm-hmm. almost locked up. The Miami Dolphins are going to get it before the you know before and the Broncos uh, the Bengals are still do. there. Yeah, basically, kind of. Yeah, it's really to me. It's the Chiefs got it. Uh, probably the Ravens or the Steelers are going to be the other team that gets it. But just in case, like the Ravens go one and three or something, mm-hmm. Miami could totally do it because they play the Cardinals, they play the Jets, they play the Bills. Easy, easiest, a little less easy. I wanted to say easy, easier, easiest, but it didn't work out that way. What they, what the Bengals, and this is why I'm saying no, and I know you guys are probably going to be like, well, Ricky, then why did you propose the question? Basically, the Bengals to win the division would have to go 3-1 and one, and then have the Steelers go 1-3, and three, which basically their one win can't be against the Bengals. And really, okay, so the Bills, the Bengals, and the Browns. Are the the Browns is their win, so the Ravens, mm-hmm. Bengals, and Bills would all have to beat them. I don't think that happens because I think they get the win this week against Buffalo, and then the Ravens would have to go one and three as well, which could happen has a better chance than the Steelers. But sure. this is something where you might have caught on to something. How can the Ravens and the Steelers both go one and three when they play each other? Yeah, so can't happen. Yep, it's not going to happen for the Bengals. It really won't. So and I know that's me sitting here doing that, and you guys going, "Well, fuck you, Ricky. Why did you throw it out there?" But let's I get mean, to the real discussion here, of here's who the wins. Since I mean, forget about the Cincinnati Bengals; they don't exist. Well, All that's right. what I was saying. Ravens, Steelers. Yeah, Ravens here. They have a great defense. Their passing attack is pretty good, 
Ever since they fired the stank. They've finally gotten the they, stank of they, Mark Trestman. It's finally <laughs> aired out. The team has aired out. Uh, rushing attack is not very good. So good defense, good passing game. Now when we talk about the Steelers and Todd Haley, better passing attack, a little less of a defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have pretty much two dead even teams. And the, the Ravens, it took a while for them to get going. The Steelers, they stumbled, and now they're back. So to me, it's just asking the question, which quarterback do you like better? And which defense do you think is going to show up? I'm going to probably take Ben Roethlisberger before Joe Flacco. And I'm going to, I like the Ravens defense a little bit better, but I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers defense will show up enough because they have an easy way to do it. Since I mean, I keep wanting to say Cincinnati Bengals. You got them in my head. Well, but the Pittsburgh Steelers, I think, honestly, they can go and they can win out. They can go 4-0. They could. And to me, the thing I'm going to say is the Bengals are the spoiler here. Although they are not going to win the division, they could be the spoiler. Because I look at the Steelers' schedule, I'm giving them a win over the Bills, a win over the Browns. That puts them with the Baltimore game of, I'll say they win it at home, get the revenge for Baltimore beating them. Then it comes down to that Bengal game where it's, hey, if they go 4-0, they're pretty much in. Whereas I look at the Ravens, they have a hard schedule. They're probably not going to beat the Patriots in Foxborough on Monday night. They can beat Philadelphia. But then after that, it's 2 tough divisional games like the the Steelers to me would already have an advantage up one game if I gave them Bills Browns and then mm-hmm. the Patriot Eagles was yeah. a split there they have to so beat the Steelers already up one yeah they have to beat the Steelers and then hope that the Bengals beat Pittsburgh but then the Ravens beat Cincinnati so mm-hmm. it comes down to that and the Bengals could say hey you know what we're gonna play spoiler to one or, well, one of these teams, because obviously if they play spoiler to one, the other one's got to win. Yeah. So I, I think that the the Ravens could potentially beat the Steelers. Sure, they've already done it mm-hmm. once. Uh, and it was a very, pretty much a dead-even game of both quarterbacks threw a touchdown, both quarterbacks threw an interception, uh, run games were non-existent. It was a pretty even game. Uh, that one was at Baltimore. This one will be in Pittsburgh. Maybe that makes a difference. I don't know. I just think that that Patriots game kind of screws over the Ravens. Because it's, it's almost be an automatic loss. Almost. almost. I, I don't want to say I it's said almost. almost. I don't know. I, it's going to be it's tough. It's a 75% chance it's Tom tough Brady to win. wins that game. And I know what you're saying, Baltimore fans. A, Gronk. We, a, we play them tough. B, Gronk's not there. Mm-hmm. We've beaten them before in Fox, bro. You're also saying, but the Jets almost beat them. I don't care. I am giving... The Patriots, to me, are they're kind of like the Dallas Cowboys, where if you have them in a pick them, just pick them, because odds are like eighty percent chance you'll be right. Yeah, that's just how they are year in and year out. Tom Brady's a great talent. Oh my God, I feel like Sean Anderson. Somebody stop me, but you get my point. It really just you know it's another one more thing you got to watch how things play out. Now the question of who wins the or who wins the division? Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers, but I don't know that it matters because both teams are going to get in the playoffs. Are they? I think so. I think both will probably get into the playoffs. Miami Dolphins, I know I made the point for they have an easy schedule. 
but I don't completely buy them either. You know, I'm not completely willing to jump on the Miami Dolphins bandwagon. Then it really comes, because like we said, Chiefs already got it locked up. The other team kind of has to win by default. If you don't believe in the Bengals, I mean, if you don't, well, yeah, sure. If you don't believe in the Bengals, <laughs> if, I can't get them out of my damn head. And you don't believe in the Miami Dolphins, the loser between the Ravens and the Steelers kind of has to go in, right? Well, and I'm looking at the tie-breaking right now for the wild card, and I'm more using it for the for the Dolphins because, I mean... You're trying to squeeze them in. Well, it's not squeeze them in. It's just the Broncos, to me, if I look at their schedule, they've got a gauntlet. They've got the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Raiders. They could it's finish just too hard. one and three... I'm kind of. I'm not even gonna tell you what I think they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. I'm just pushing them out. I'm it's pushing just, them out without a solid quarterback. One in three. It doesn't there, matter I how good it. that defense is. I'm it's push- just not an easy route. I'm just pushing them out. Like to me, and if Paxton Lynch is starting those games, to quote uh, Patty Patty Kane here in Chicago, not a chance, not a chance. They win those games, so that would leave the Dolphins. And I mean, you look at their last ones. Arizona could be a tough one. The Jets, I would give them a win on Saturday night. On a Saturday night game, I would almost give them a win. I know it's on the road, but against Buffalo, if they go 2-2, two and two, then the Ravens would almost have to go 2-2 two and two just to stay with them. Yeah. If they go 1-3, and three, they're behind. But if I look at the tie-breaking procedures, first they go head-to-head, which neither the Dolphins or the Ravens played Head to head. Then the second one is the best win, best one loss tie um, percent or best record percentage in games played within the conference. And if we go to there, the Ravens are seven and two. And I'm quickly going to do it in my head right now. If I think they're going to lose to the Patriots and then lose to the Steelers and the Bengals, that's three more losses on top of that. So at the end, they would be seven and five just in the conference alone, then if I say, oh, okay, 2-2 two and two for the Dolphins, Patriots are the only conference loss, so they would be, what, 7-5. and five. So they would move on, and they would move on to the tiebreaker. I, I would go through this for days, but I would hope mm-hmm. the Dolphins, I'm hoping the Dolphins win that tiebreaker. And while you talk a little bit about what you think of the Dolphins and the Ravens, I'm going to figure this out. There you go. Have fun. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, no, I mean, my my biggest problem is Joe Flacco compared to Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill's already thrown 11 interceptions in this. But that doesn't do anything in a playoff. It does when it comes to winning, losing games. Okay. It does when you have to play good teams. I mean, you know, the Miami Dolphins have an easier schedule against the Jets. Is the easiest, obviously. The Cardinals, sure, the Cardinals are not the Cardinals they used to be, but they can still turn it up when a quarterback throws interceptions. A Rex Ryan defense at Buffalo, they can turn up when they have to, you know, once again, get those interceptions. Now, the thing about the Buffalo Bills, I have no idea what the Buffalo Bills are. I do not understand that team, uh, but it is a team that has already beaten Miami, so it's worth saying. And then the Patriots, that's a guaranteed loss. So, I know I said it's easy, but it's easy on paper. I don't really believe in the Miami Dolphins. I'm not willing to buy in on this team because it's a bad passing game. 
It's a good running game, but it's a bad passing game. It's a bad defense. You know, it's almost hilarious. Um, I'm looking at the – actually, they did play head-to-head. I'm stupid, so the Ravens would have the tiebreaker. I'm looking at it. I'm like, wait, they played the divisions. Yeah, the Ravens would have the tiebreaker over the Dolphins. Boom. Ricky Solid. Just this past week. Yay. And the Dolphins Yay. got destroyed. Yay. Ricky's intelligent and – so, no, I mean, it's, to me, it really just comes down to that. I think the Baltimore Ravens are a better team. I think they have a better quarterback. They have a better defense, that's for sure. What's going to cripple the Ravens and really the whole tie-breaking thing, I am honestly, I'm now questioning how many people, when I was talking about the tie-breaking procedures, have already left comments down below how stupid I am. I can't we'll wait We'll find to, out soon. Can't wait to, I can't wait for future Ricky to read those, but really for me it comes down to... One thing for me, I have the Ravens one and three in their last four. I have the Dolphins two and two. That means the Dolphins would it. get in. Yep. Boom. Easier said than done. Yeah. I mean, it would all come down to if the Jets or the Bills could get a upset win over, well, eh, upset win over the Dolphins, or if the Dolphins can play the Patriots close and get a win week 17 to make the playoffs, but... To end this whole thing up, your final, I think we already gave it, but just for one more time, Steelers-Ravens, who wins the North? Uh, it's the Steelers. It's the Steelers, no doubt. Yeah. Only because of their schedule. It's just easy. Like I said, that steelers Bengals is going to be rough for the Ravens. I don't want to feel like I'm a Raven hater. I know Raven fans, it's going to sound like that, but I'm not. Plus that New England game, I know that... You guys kind of have a rivalry with New England, but they're just better than you. And even without Gronk, I think that Tom Brady this year could get the win over you. And really, at the end of the season, you're looking at that four-game losing streak that you had and was like, man, if we could just have one of those games, one of those games, we'd be sitting in the playoffs. But this is where you guys come in. Let us know down below what you guys think about anything that we talked about today. You can go hit Mark and myself up on Twitter. Those are in the description down below. Also, check out our Patreon page. Hit like, subscribe, share the video on YouTube. We're trying to get to 5,000 subs by the end of the year to kind of complete an ultimate goal for us from going from 500 to 5,000 subscribers in a single year. I want to thank you guys for checking out this podcast. Let us know what you think down below. But as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.